It is a brand new edition of the Geo and Jones after party. The three of us not named Geo or Jones from the Geo and Jones radio show on CBS Sports Radio, cbssportsradio.com, and your radio.com app. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. To my right is Pete Bellotti. I'm Andrew Bogus. To my left is our resident NBA expert, Michael J. Biseglia. Thank you. An L, but I'll take it. Anyway, Michael Lionel Biseglia. Lewis. Lewis. We've gone through this a few times because my initials are MLB. L-E-W or L-O-U? L-O-U. Okay. My dad, same middle name, L-E-W. Really? Yes. And why the change? No clue. You've never asked? I forget. Okay. I think just to keep it spicy. So you're not exactly a junior? I'm not a junior at all. What's his I, first name? My dad? Yes. Rick. Rick. It definitely is to avoid problems with paperwork. You want to keep those names different. I know a lot about names being the same, and if you have the same name, you always get things in the mail that are that are addressed to you, but are, but your father opens up or vice versa. I can't see Pete's face when we're talking. I just see these fake flowers. That's right. I'm hiding behind them. You're welcome. <laughs> you did that? Mm-hmm. That was not nice. I like seeing Pete. All of the uh, TV studios here have been decorated sh- not too shabbily by the CBS Sports <laughs> Network budget, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Golib show on our, in our neck of the woods mm-hmm. um, has some garland and some <laughs> mini accoutrements. Yes. <laughs> mini stockings, mini menorah. And I noticed that right here in front of me is another mini menorah. Yeah, there right? you go. Mike, I mean, you're the one Jewish person in the room. This is not built to scale, correct? I and mean, this is not the official size of a menorah? I, I suppose no. I don't know if there is an official size for a menorah, but that is tinier than most. That's not built to do anything. Well, it could menorah. No, it's. I mean, it's got places to receive candles. Really? It's got little cups. I mean, yeah. this, could, this could be workable. Who makes candles that small, though? A lot of people. Yeah, no, that's. Those, those candles aren't that small, actually. Birthday candles in here. It's just the right. menorah uh, itself true. is small. That is true. But yeah, I, I'm going to bring in candles tomorrow. Four hours? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just don't bring matches. Bro. Although technically, I guess we're not supposed to put them in yet because it isn't Hanukkah, but we right. should have them around when it is. What, December 24th? I think it is the, the December 24th. Close to Christmas. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Now, do you put the all of the candles in and then light them individually, or do you light it and then put them in individually? You um, put them in. You don't put them all in at the same time. Okay. Day one, the one in the dead center is always in. Okay. And you use that one to light the other candles. Gotcha. Now, I'm always intrigued by this with Hanukkah. As you get older, do you celebrate every day with a gift? Not really. I mean, it's not. It's actually not even that big of a Jewish holiday. It's just been I've built up that, more yes. because in the holidays with Christmas, so it's become in Kwanzaa, uh, Kwanzaa. So it's become bigger, more mainstream in that regard. But in terms of the the Jewish religion, it's not even really one of the bigger holidays. Mm. Now, is the first day or the last day when you get the the bigger presents? Yeah, it, it just depends. I don't yeah. think. I, I think it would be day one or day eight, okay. just because it's like anything else, you know, the beginning of a movie, the end of a book or whatever. But uh, no, there's no rhyme or reason. Now, you say you celebrate Christmas with with, with your wife mm-hmm. because she is uh, she does celebrate. I'm having a deja vu, by the way, like we've done this podcast. Probably last year. <laughs> I know. I am yeah. having a little but, deja but vu moment. What, what do you, do you, um, do you, does she get gifts for you for Christmas too or mm-hmm. just Hanukkah? We do both. Okay, so you... Uh, yeah, Hanukkah, get like right. pencil erasers, pencils, pens, pen caps. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you get yeah. pen caps. It's a joke. <laughs> it's because Hanukkah gifts are terrible. Um, I don't know. I think we we celebrate both in a non-religious way. So. I feel like Peter Schwartz goes all out for Hanukkah. He probably does. Well, he's got kids in that in that uh, five, seven, right. eight years old, so that probably works out for right. them. Now, at what age are you told that Hanukkah Harry is not real? I don't know what Hanukkah Harry is. <laughs> is he? Isn't he the Santa? Last year. I have no <laughs> idea what that even means. <laughs> you know what? Ha- do you know what Hanukkah is? It's the Festival of Lights. Do you know why you have eight crazy nights? <laughs> so the answer is no. I think I do. If you give me a second, um, I mean, I know why a, Christmas a, exists. It's about oh. it's about oil lasting long enough to light the way through something. Yeah, pretty much. Paul Newman's half Jewish. Goldie Hawn's half too. Right. Put them together. What a fine looking hachu. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair Good enough. talk. I'm trying Good to remember talk. now when I was. <laughs> I think I alerted my parents to the fact that um. That I knew that Santa was not a hundred percent real. And when did you tell them it was bullshit? Um, well, I also I had a younger brother by four, almost five years, so I had to play along for a while. And the really? way, we, yeah, and the way we did it in my house, and I still haven't gotten a full explanation as to why this um, is the way that my mom's family, who I've always been closer to, does things. We would go to bed Christmas Eve, and then after a couple of hours, be woken up. As if Santa had just left, and we would go downstairs, and my family would be there, and we'd open gifts and hang out and play with stuff, uh-huh. and then go back to sleep at so some what point. what time was this? Um, I mean, probably around be like 10, between 10 and 11. Oh, so like, late. We'd go to bed and, you know, in theory, sleep a little bit. But then eventually, like, I would hear people downstairs talking the whole time and doing things and moving things around. I never heard Santa come in and never go, anyone go, oh, hey, Santa, good right. to see you again this year. And then, you know, your one friend always knows first and spoils it for everybody else. But then my brother was little, so a couple of years I had to go and lay down knowing I wasn't falling asleep so Santa could come mm. and just lay there while he slept and kept the kept the ruse up for him. My, uh, I found out in elementary school. Uh, my in your sex ed class? Uh, yes. My mother told me, <laughs> driving. Uh, we, were, we were right by the mall, and she just said it. Like, oh, hey. Uh, Are you Santa, serious? Santa's not real. Uh, it was, something must have, I must have said something about about it, and she said Santa wasn't real. You know, I was a little disappointed, but it doesn't mean that, you know, for like a minute, and then that was it. I have no recollection at all. Why would you? I don't know. But, I mean, it's still, Santa's a big enough uh, name in the industry. Right. Where even if you're a non-Jew, you still know about it. Somebody was telling us. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. Right. It just interested me. Well, it was, it was less impactful for you. Right. You right. weren't banking on Santa gifts. That's a good point. You weren't living the lie. I still get Santa gifts. I'm I sorry. What? Do. I still get Santa gifts. You get him gifts, or he gets you gifts? I get him gifts. You give it to him, and how do you give them to him? Well, the cookies and the milk. And and he gives you something. I, he gives me a gift. Okay. To Pete from Santa. What and a uh, couple questions for you. What kind of cookies? Oh, we we go with the the baked cookies. Yeah. Go with the baked cookies, and and some nice cold milk. I'd love to hang out with Pete during Christmas. I think that would be fantastic. I'd love to hang out with Pete. Period. I think the Pete sitting in on a Pete Bellotti family, whatever, would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it would be very down to earth. You know, you know where you stand when you. Not too bougie at the Abilotti house. No, nope, no. not at all. Very cut, 
Not cutthroat, but drinking, very to the point. Drinking Bud Heavies. <laughs> What's the Bilotti drink? What's the uh, Bilotti drinks? Uh, uh, well, we go. We usually go places. Mm. Like this year, will be. It's like Thanksgiving. Be bouncing around in many places. Um, usually, I don't. I don't drink unless I'm at the house because I'm usually driving around. So mm. I, I try not to. You're the mensch of the group. I don't. I, I. I don't have anything to drink when I'm driving around. So. Now, how how close do you think you are to combining families for the holiday? Um, maybe next well, they're year. Not, they're not married, right? Maybe next. Uh, I know, right? But they're also adults. They're not teenagers, and well, they're they haven't close met, proximity. Right. I, I mean, they haven't met yet. Um, maybe next year. I don't know. It just depends. You so, know? still, only your sister has crossed boundaries. Your parents have. Your, your yes. Parents have not met each other. Parents yet. have not met it. And my 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 mom and dad haven't met her mom. Okay. Yet. So, so yeah. Hmm. So, but um, but you know they they uh, like she. My parents, of course, have met Bridget. Right. And I met her mom. I have a girlfriend, but you can't meet her. Right. I know that garbage. But you know, she's not. She's not pretend. I promise. <laughs> Do you think the three of them would be open to their first meeting being either on the radio show or this podcast? It will not happen, so don't even put it in your Wait, What are you asking? If, the, if if Pete's parents and Bridget's mom would meet for the first time either on the Geo and Jones show or on this podcast. It will not happen that way. There's so no could, chance could, that you happens. Could, you could I know my initial Pete. Reactions. Right. No. There's no way. Pete won't That's even better... tell anybody when he's, go, when he's going to dinner. Yeah, true. Right. All right. your vacation days are... are, are our secret, and someone said to me, and it's very and can't it's, read and the I, phone. I think it's very important, and it was a great compliment that I marched to the beat of my own drum, and I like that. That's a great compliment of me. Because who said that? Samter. <laughs> so your greatest uh, compliment comes from your greatest enemy. Sometimes <laughs> that that is the. Sometimes it does happen like that. Okay, that's deep. But he's not your he's not your number one enemy, is he? No, no. He's two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you two. One A, one A. No, if you're um, doing it in ascending order of height, he'd be your first one. Well, no, he'd be the Who's last one? one. No, ascending goes. You start from the bottom. Oh, and go who's to the first? Side. Klug. But that's you, you don't even Klug. know him. Well, that's the whole point of what. That's why he's in it. <laughs> well, speaking of Klug, uh, he's actually from. That's actually my transition. Thank you. Well done. I, well, I, I well asked done. him that knowing that you would then trigger the transition. <laughs> Look at the three of us Look working in unison like we're Called friends. Chemistry. Radio 101, folks. So Klug is in the the middle of the latest episode of How Bad is Mike's Gambling Problem? <laughs> this, this one I can't even. Paul um, 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, I mean, seriously, we should actually read one of those things. Like, if you actually are struggling with gambling, please call. Yeah, um, it is anonymous. <laughs> It's not gambling. So, it's a game of skill. No, no. It's gambling, sweetheart. And uh, in preparation for this weekend's newsroom uh, daily fantasy football competition, you actually texted Pete's mortal enemy and not necessarily- Does Pete a, know this story? I don't know. Not a friend of yours, uh, but you texted him over the weekend to get the inside scoop on his Atlanta so Falcons. Get, oh, get, trying to figure out if you should take the, Taylor Gabriel or who comes in on third down. He should be it? suspended from the show. He uh, should be suspended from life, if I, being that's honest. That's ridiculous. I know. You went I, to that, you went I to that guy? <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, that's, I, I, I like can't defend Like he's Joe my... Expert? I mean, come on. Well, he's he a fan is, like all of us. Yeah, well, he's in the know in Atlanta. Okay. I mean, right. come on. Come I, on. Let's, let's, let's wake thought, up a little bit. I, I admit it was a really bad look. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry. 
I'll never do it again. But this is the problem, Pete. You you miss all of this while you're in this in the studio with Tiki and Tierney after Gio and Jones. Is that when Stu Kovacs, who is, oh, by the way, hello, Stu, and hi to your dad and your wife, uh, whom, Mike, who are our three main listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when Stu, Stu comes in, then Stu is slowly going down this black hole as Stu well. Stu is worse than me. I mean, the conversations, imme- oh, you know what I really like tonight? I really like Pau Gasol. I said I, Mark Gasol. Uh, whatever. Rodney Hood. That's a, that's a good matchup. Rodney, Rodney Hood. Well, but here's, a, here's my question about names. it. Oh, okay. Here's my question about it. Why are you talking to people about it when you're playing them? Because we're not playing, to, uh, we weren't playing each other. Okay. That Tonight we're playing each other, so we won't discuss okay. it. Okay, but okay. like last night, we just enter into random tournaments. So, I mean, it's just talking shop, basically. We're not giving each other edges. We're helping each other because we're friends. But but Mike has developed With FanDuel benefits. You have a problem. Well, he's also I don't have a problem. You do a little bit, and you've developed these theories. Now he has these deep thought out daily fantasy sport theories, like. In this Klug revelation where he listened to Klug but then didn't use any of the guys, <laughs> he breaks out his don't chase your tail theory where... Well, you, you don't... Know, well, this is a good... This is go, a no, legit... Let it, let it go. What's the theory? And you probably have experienced this yourself <clears throat> playing on Sunday. Uh, the don't chase your tail theory is, let's say you, you, you set your roster and you are plus $100, but you like your roster. So you're like, Bob, I got a plus 100 so you move A to position B, but then with that, you realize, uh-oh, now this needs to be filled because I changed this amount, and then you change this position, and then because of that, it triggers another position, and all of a sudden, your roster is completely different than what you had in mind when you started, and because you're always chasing that different number, that's the chasing um, your tail explanation. Um, I'm, I'm going to say this. This is my theory on all this. Mm, go. Is that don't overthink. And, oh, and, I agree. And, and the weeks where I have done the best, I've left money on the table. How much? Uh, by two, three hundred bucks. Yes, yeah, on the table. It doesn't matter. Doesn't it, matter. It's like with any. It's like with anything right. in sports. Like you got the biggest payroll, but not necessarily have the greatest now, team. Now, if you're plus two thousand, you probably should reconsider because then you're probably leaving some good talent off. Right. Right. Obviously. But minimal numbers. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. No, so that's chasing your tail. That's the chasing your tail theory. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got them all. He's got a whole book what, of them What's some of the other theories? There's fading. Fading? Yeah. I don't know. This one's new to me. What is that? Like, for example, tonight, do I fade Russell Westbrook out of my lineup? Notice how he emphasized saying that name. What yeah, do that's you, a tough what, name to say, dude. What do you mean by fade? Leave him out. It's a fancy way of saying leave out of your lineup. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's, 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 that's stupid. a stupid That's, that, that's what the term is. How does take him out? I mean, fade. He's not fading. Uh, that's just the terminology. That's just the terminology. Andrew, that's the terminology, bud. I'm not using Russell Westbrook. Right. It's called fading. Blame Eric Carabell. Who's that? I don't know. Just a random fancy guy. Brandon Funston. Remember that dude? guy had a weird name. Anyway, so that's what a fade is. I mean, but it makes no sense. And now I accept... I accept the "don't chase your tail" theory. It's a good one. It's just funny to well, hear you've, you. Well, you've done that. Yeah, no, I, I, I listen. It's valid. I've done it. I agree with it. I try not to do it. It was just funny that, again, all of a sudden now you're breaking down the NBA like you're Kevin McHale or something. Well, first of all, Kevin McHale got fired, and look, look at the job that's been done in Houston with him out of there and Dan Tony. See, 
They're on, they're on a seven-game winning streak. Everything is that, NBA Well, that's not, that's, not, that's not inside you're NBA. You're chasing your tail there, too. That's not inside back, NBA. Everybody knows Houston. the Rockets have played well. <laughs> yeah, but the, fir- the your first thought on Kevin McHale is the bad job of coaching he did. And look what Mike, 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 blah, 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 what Mike did. Well, they Tony's got rid of done. Dwight Howard. Right. They've opened up the offense. He's in they're, letting, they're letting Harden play the point. He leads the league in assists. And they're they're staying at the Trump Hotel whenever they play the Knicks. Well, they used to. They used to. The Lakers didn't yesterday. Or to not, uh, they're not, into, yeah, they're not yeah. right now. But they, but it wasn't about Trump. Well, that's what they they said. It was security concerns. Oh, I didn't read the rest. Yeah, of it. but you know that's not on our rundown, so I don't bother no. wasting my time reading the article. <laughs> um, so yeah, just be careful because soon you won't be able to buy Christmas gifts for Jess. I'm doing one dollar bets. Doesn't matter. They I, and I'm winning. I have one. I have another. I have another theory along with don't overthink. The second theory is. Oh wait, I'm going to interrupt you. You're like the, the, two months ago, you were telling me about how you were thinking about doing this semi-pro. Semi-pro. You were no, like, I'm going to start putting in some money and start doing this for real. Really? No. You told me that. so don't. I and did... I'm only bringing it up because you're getting it on my case. No, no. I, I just said I have another theory. That's all I said. I didn't say it was getting it on your case. You have a lot of, lot of overthinking. That's why my theory is don't overthink. No, it's a good one. See? Uh, my, you, you, me, the me, you, and uh, Giannotti have had the best three weeks in football. We're the best three in the league. I have a sec. I have a second thought, uh, and it's just been my development. There's you build your core, and then work out from there. Yeah, but I make agree. Make sure with that. you have a, have a core. I'm not saying how many, but make sure you have a core of certain positions taken care of. Do you enjoy putting your roster together? Like, is it fun to try to do? Uh, after a while, it gets aggravating. I feel a lot of pressure. It gets aggravating after a while because because you're sitting there and and you're you you're trying to avoid overthinking. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, when I feel you, too much pressure. When do you put it together, Angel? Last Sunday minute? morning. So you don't do any research prior to Sunday. No, I mean not more I'm than saying, just I'm the same way. Knowing what's going on around the NFL, We're in basic, general. right? Yeah. You know, I, I have a, a strategy. And I always use that strategy. Yeah. Well, I, I've, a twink, I've tinkered with it, but uh, Sunday morning, that's when I do it. I Very rarely I'll do it on another day. Yeah, I, I've gone with the strategy to stop fading tight ends. Yeah, you should. Resting tight ends, fading tight ends. I think if Give put it, I think it's, you should always go in, not with a roster of, I hope he has this, but I, he will get. And I think it's better to fade in other positions. This fading thing is driving me nuts. Because Ask Greg about it. I know. It's just if, it's the dumbest word choice ever because he's not fading. You're just taking him out. <laughs> why, why are you steaming up here, hair boy? Not using. Uh, so you know how my brain works. I like when things make sense. I like logic. That's the, the name. Wait, wait, you mentioned hair boy. Let's talk about this because you mentioned this to us before we came on yeah. this podcast. Um, you All are about Andrew losing your hair. I, I hope that it's actually stopped losing my hair. Now, for somebody that has lost his hair, yeah. and had it shaved by a supermodel, <laughs> um, you haven't should, had that happen yet. You should pick one way or another. Well, here's the thing: my I, I am now. I, this is a long time where I've been growing my hair in because when it was short. I didn't like the way it looked because it made me look fatter, and it wasn't thick, so you like could see my scalp, and it was bothering me. So I started to grow it in, and uh, now it's to the point where I can, in theory, do with it in the front what I wanted to, but I didn't realize until this weekend when my brother took a picture of me um, on the floor playing with my kids at my son's birthday party how horrible 
this like comb over thing is. <laughs> and I actually got mad at my wife and I'm like, this is part of your job, like to be looking for things that I can't see. To... Part of her job. Well, yeah, like it sounds you know, a little. Eh. No, I mean fine, but like you know when she's going when she when she's going out to the office, going out with her friends. You know, I'm sure you, you everybody has this with their with their wives. Like she has like strands of hair on the back of her shirt, or like if something's not zipped right. correctly, you like you pick it off. off. Right. Like I like I, I I'm looking out for things that she can't notice. Well, maybe and she, she likes me it. Walk around with this horrible <laughs> comb over thing going on. I'm like, who? Wh- why are you around? Can I see so, it real quick? I, no, I think I've I think it's okay today, <laughs> unless my headphones have messed it up. No, it's fine. But the other day it was crazy. I told well, you that. The f- I told you that. And I but I did, I thought you were just being a dick that day. I did tell you about that. I'm like, you, you're something. You, looks weird in the back. You made a joke about it and I thought you were just being funny and I never thought to like, actually look at no, it. I was like, something doesn't look, look right. Look, I, th- I did. I looked out for you. You did. You're a better wife than Katie. Oh, good. In this instance. Well, we can work on other things in our relationship. Let's just leave it like that. Look, yeah. that's, that's why you never have... buy me anything nice or treat me well <laughs> or tell me I look good I'm, in these I'm jeans. I'm always on top. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, for once, can't we just do something a little fun and adventurous? Get out the candles? <laughs> Um, I looked... <laughs> Did you just like count yourself back yes. in? Yes, yes, I count, I count myself back in because he's editing all this out. So let's start right now. Um, that was great. The big part that you have to worry about is not so much the back that spot. It's more. It's more when the your hairline starts going back. When it starts going back, make a decision. I will say you look better. In the front, yeah, it, it does look better. You I, look, you look handsomer. I think that, yeah, I like, I like the front, I like the top, but the back really scares me. And Why I just spray and, some stuff, like fake hair. <laughs> <laughs> is that, why is that so fun? Pass. Who calls Beltran did it? <laughs> just Texas. spray it in. <laughs> just draw. Get a marker. Uh, <laughs> the only way I would spray hair on my head is if a supermodel spraying it. <laughs> How about your wife? I love her, and she's way too hot for me. But she is not. <laughs> she will never do that in her profession. A supermodel. But no, oh. but she. But oh wow! I used to. <laughs> I have no. I'm not, I, Sarah Sampaio, a woman that gets paid to be a model in super ways. So you're saying the only person sp- that can spray hair is a supermodel? How about if I said, "Who's your favorite athlete of all time?" No, I don't think I let. Well, first of all, Gary Carter's passed away. So well, way what, to go. What about okay. what about uh, but like <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say here, Andrew? What about uh, the guy from New Kids on the Block that was here? Oh, uh, that's a, okay. We'll put that on the table. Is that's Jennifer Aniston a supermodel? Doesn't no, she's good though. That'll count. Oh, so yeah, now you're going counts. against your rule. Yeah. This is the thing that frustrate me is yeah. when people just can't be so particular with stuff. God, you're such a contradicting prick. <laughs> <laughs> now would you draw He's so proud of himself? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do this weird like clocking thing too. Now the now the um if you decided not to do the shave or anything like that, if you wanted to draw like with a marker us in that spot. <laughs> like a brown Crayola marker. <laughs> Pass as well. Would you have your kids come do that? I might have to just go back to the the shave look because that I think handles the baldness best. I actually have an answer for that you. Does. What is it? Get a yamaka. Ooh, now that's an interesting thought. Put it on your head. No one will see the spot. Right. Now, granted, you're not a Jew, but still. Whatever. I can Whatever. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you're you were Jewish. Now it. I'm just covering a bald spot. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's very insulting. I can decorate oh, it's it, right? Completely ins- yeah, you could do like a Mets one. Right. 
<laughs> Usually that's for little kids. You see like a palm tree out of it. <laughs> no, that would be disrespectful. That would be. Well, if it's a Jewish palm tree. There's uh, no such thing as a Jewish palm tree. Why not? Palm trees are just regular trees. <laughs> they don't have oh, There's religion. no Catholic palm tree. Oh, yeah, there are. Yeah, from the Vatican. No, there isn't. You didn't know about this, Pete? I did not. Yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, you are, jerk. <laughs> there was a discussion uh, at the end of Tiki and Tierney on Wednesday um, whether or not Festivus was real. On air or off air? <laughs> no, oh, no, it was very <laughs> much on air. air. <laughs> very like much the on Seinfeld air. holiday? <laughs> well, so back to where we began with the studios being decorated. There is a metal pole in the corner of our studio that I thought maybe was just left there by accident. Where's the metal pole? Um, like behind where Brian sits. And Mike Samter, who is the U of Tiki and Tierney, swears that it's a Festivus <laughs> pole <laughs> because that's what they did on Seinfeld. And Doug Gottlieb loves Festivus and Seinfeld, so it would make sense for this to be there. And I guess that somehow was brought to the attention of Brandon Tierney and Tiki, and, and Tiki Barber. And they, at times, sounded like they thought Festivus was a pre-existing religious holiday that was just ended up on Seinfeld oh. as opposed to Seinfeld creating it. I think there was a Festivus Ben and Jerry's flavor. I think it's all post-Seinfeld. No? Yeah. I like how that Festivus pole is in the corner where no one can but see it on is TV. It, is it a Festivus pole or is it for, like, the lights? It's probably for the lights. I, I mean, if you're going to do that, wouldn't you put it in, in a camera spot where you're going, you're going to see it? Forget that. Why, they, they, they didn't know what Festivus was. They thought it might have been real. That one hurt my head, and I don't even like Seinfeld. <laughs> Who I was, I got an email. And I wasn't worried. paying attention. Who believed it was real? They kind of both did. I think the, Brandon, the, uh, I Michael think... Samtor. Samtor. No, Samtor is the expert in that room. Right. He's the Seinfeld he is, connoisseur. He knows everything in that room. He does. He's, He's on the air more than the host. <laughs> Sometimes. So that'll thing. do it for this week uh, no, on the after if, party. I, I don't know if that's a good thing. That'll that will do it. Before we get any further trouble, you want to curse one more time, Mike, and. Edit Make a third edit? No, I'm not edi- editing anything out today. All right, good. I'm saying yes, that we had sex. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll just remember to put the explicit tag on it. And uh, we also ruined Santa. So this is, if you're under, like, 15, don't listen. Who is under 15 listening to this I'm just podcast. trying to be safe. The three people we know are over 30. No, Stu's 20-something. Yeah, Stu's a baby. Is your dad going to be okay with some of the language you use today? Mm-hmm. See, forget the language. Let's, that's the disclaimer, is the Santa thing. Yeah. Oh, that would have been a good topic, but I have to go. All right. Uh, Brian, Brian Santa, Santa thing would have been interesting. Well, we you can all, do that we, next week. We did it already, so. No, but just the whole conversation of. That is true. Andrew, go ahead. All right, good talk. Uh, so as You're always, welcome. check out the radio show, Geo and Jones, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio, cbssportsradio.com, and your radio.com app. All previous editions of this podcast right below us, wherever you found this one. I believe one more show before Christmas slash Hanukkah slash Kwanzaa slash Festivus uh, and the last show of 2016. Maybe we'll do a, a year in review, but probably not because we're not that creative. I did one last year. For here? Oh, no, for Gio and Jones. Yeah, thanks. Uh, That's Mike. That's Pete. I'm Andrew. We'll see you again next week on the After Party. Party.